Hey guys, welcome back to Bachelors in the City. Uh, I am Peter. And I am Dustin. And doing a little pre-recording right now, getting ready to pack my bags, get a little John Denver song playing in the background. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't get, doesn't get too sad. I'm leaving. I'll be fine. I'll be good. Plane. <laughs> You okay? me, me and Trippy and Sophie will be just fine. But all right, all right. <laughs> safe travels to you and getting all those people to where they need to go safely. Yeah, guys. So doing a little pre-recording, like I said, heading down to Guatemala, then Honduras, but won't be here for the uh, recording for the recap of Bachelors in or Bachelor in Paradise. But our wonderful producer Emma is going to be sitting in for me and uh, she's going to be recapping the episode with Dustin. So you guys have a lot to look forward to with that. Get uh, her perspective on everything. Yeah, she'll definitely talk more shit than Peter. So we're excited. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'm excited to hear it. Pressure's on, Emma. Let's see it. This will be a good episode. Um, but, uh, Rest of the episode is great, guys. Um, we're talking NFL. NFL is back, baby. We got predictions coming for the season. Uh, I think you guys will be very pleasantly surprised with Dustin's knowledge of the NFL. Absolutely That's great. I'm just going to I'm just going to I'm just going to go. I'm going to go. Yeah, you should, go probably just, you should probably just go. Uh, we got our third roommate section, our segments, our favorite. Um, so without further ado, guys, I say we get into the episode and, uh, hopefully I'll be able to be back with you guys for the following week's bachelor in paradise recap, but, uh, you guys will enjoy Emma and Dusty. So let's get into it. Let's go. All right, guys, welcome back to bachelors in the city. We are doing our bachelors well, Bachelor in Paradise recap right now. Pete could not be here today because he's out flying. So we have our lovely producer, producer Emma, that's going to be with us what today. Is up? Um, she is a huge, um, as you would say, a how would you say it? You love. I say I'm a pretty big fan. You're a big fan of reality TV. Like, I watch too much reality TV. If I'm being honest, you you soak the shit up. You soak it up. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a good time. It's give fun me, to watch reality TV. Give me your top three right now. Um, right now, I've been binge-watching Below Deck. Okay. Um, Love Island UK. All right. And then it's Paradise. So, of course, I've been watching Paradise. Paradise. Well, let's get, let's get into it. This is... Uh, the last two days have been a shit show. Yeah, and I mean, like, caveating at the top, obviously we're not going to be able to fit in four hours worth of, like, intense back-to-back-to-back drama. So whatever we miss, feel free to yell at us on our Instagram, at Bachelors in the City Podcast. Yep. Um, And you might even get a shout-out on next week's rundown. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Let's give people shout-outs. Why not? Absolutely. All right, so start us off. Where are we going to start off with on, uh, on your list? So I, uh, for everyone listening, I literally took four pages of notes um, this week because I was prepared for this session. Oh, she's ready. Um, but it started off with Marissa and Riley in the boom, boom room. The and then, boom, boom room. I know, right? And everyone made a big deal out of it and like came after Marissa online and whatnot. And people are like, okay, this is kind of a double standard here. Why aren't people coming for Riley? Also, why are we sex shaming people? Like... People are ridiculous. Like, I don't understand. Either these people are not getting their own ass that they're just really jealous about, mm-hmm. or it, it's like a double standard. They're probably doing the exact same thing in their own dating life, but they want to talk shit. It's, it, I don't get it. You know, let people live their life. Let them be them. Like, yeah, and they're, and they're bonding. Like, it doesn't matter. Let them bond. 
They're absolutely vibing too. Like on the second episode, he like did a little spoken word for her. Oh like, yeah. Their relationship is so cute. It's super cute right now. They're they are vibing. Um, yeah, let them be. Like haters, haters are gonna hate. Just go hate somewhere else, I guess. Yeah, I completely agree. But then we saw two new people come in. We saw Chris Conrad, who I was like, I actually have no idea who this guy is. Is he like half Asian? Is that yeah? He came okay. in, he was on um Claire's season. And I think he got bumped before Tasha even showed up. So probably why I had to look up who he was. And then Jason, who just annoys me because he was the one who was like, (laughs) oh, smoke show, smoke show, smoke show. I've used the word smoke show before. Maybe he just used it too much though. Okay, so I can see like calling a girl a smoke show is fine. But like, I personally would like to maybe get a compliment on my... I don't know. I would say depth, but I guess I'm talking about the Bachelor podcast. Like I'm, I'm recapping the Bachelor right now. Um, I don't know. I think that there were better words he could have used to describe Tasha. And then they made it like a whole theme, and they're like, "We're the Smoke Bros." The Smoke Bros. And they came in together. They came in together with a double date. And um, not gonna lie, I was kind of shocked that um, I forget her name. You have to remind me. Um, a short girl. She was vibing with Evan. Oh, just saying. Yeah. She was vibing. Yeah. She was vibing with Ivan. I thought that was going to be a wrap. So did I. I was shocked. But also, um, I saw on Instagram that she apparently had been like going on dates with Chris back in May. Ow. He had put in the sneaky work. The yeah, sneaky so- work. It's kind of like uh, Bachelor Clues was saying. It seems like this year is a lot of hustle before the show, making deals, yeah, making right. friends. I think that's what people were doing, just playing these little seeds. Like, hey, I got this little connection. So when we go on the beach, it's just going to... Yeah, maybe awesome. on the beach. I think a lot of people are waiting too. I think, actually, you know what's funny about this? I think the producers know about this shit. And they're just bringing people in and they're, they're hitting with the boom. Let's, let's throw these people that they've been vibing with all summer or spring. Oh, absolutely. And to kind of fuck shit up. I mean, so during regular season, Bachelor, Bachelorette, um, obviously the producers are playing a mad game. But Bachelor in Paradise is when they just get to have fun with it and get to really go all out. And so, I mean, like, what was the quote? Um. Joe was like, oh, yeah, nothing could tear me and Serena apart at this point. It's like, dude, you don't think the producers are going to bring in Kendall? Come (laughs) on. Hold my beer. Hold my beer. Watch this. Yeah. The producer, like, to assume that the producers aren't here to, like, actively ruin your life is a little naive, if you ask me. Yep. Yep. I hope you feel that way about Red and I, that we're here to actively ruin your life. Yeah, right. Get out of here. (laughs) 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 All right. What do we have next on the... Where are we getting so, now? there are a ton of different things that happen on Monday, but I, uh, the one person that we keep talking about, um, for better or mostly for worse, is Connor B. <sighs> someone Thoughts, actually feelings, wrote on emotions. my. Someone actually wrote on my. I think they saw that post I put up, and they wrote on my page. I think they were pretty upset that I've been talking. I haven't. Well, maybe I've been talking shit about him, but I don't care. It's okay. I'm sure he's a good guy. But yeah, let's let's get into it. Chugi AF. He's just trying so, so hard. He's trying so hard with the, the songs, the playing, the outfits, the crybaby, go home in a, a van. I, I just, 
I, I wanted to love him so much. Like, especially from Katie's season, I was rooting for him. And then it just was like, it got so old so fast. It's going, it's, it's just too much. And I just don't understand how he's gotten so much. And you guys could say, maybe I am a little bitter because I got no airtime. <laughs> and this motherfucker is getting all the airtime. And I just don't understand it. But we did find something now. Emma's always investigating some, uh, some good stuff. So let's yeah. go ahead and spill this tea. So uh, our lovely contact and rep over at ACAST, shout out to ACAST, anyone listening? Shout out. Sarah, she messaged us and she was like, Connor B actually does have ties to ABC with his record contract. He works, or his contract is through a subsidiary of Disney, which is ABC. So wonder why he's getting so much screen time. Makes sense. They have... An investment in him. It's funny, like everyone that's on the, everyone that's on like an ABC Bachelor podcast is getting like crazy airtime and this mm-hmm. and that. It, it's, I don't know. Like I, I, and I do like a lot of the people on there. It's just, it just kind of takes the magic away, I think, from the show. Um, but speaking of people that work for a podcast for um, ABC. Natasha kissed Brendan. And I think that's a little bit messed up because, like, obviously he's with Piper, right? Everyone knows he's waiting for Piper. He wants to be with Piper. Or yeah. Everyone. So they're setting up like one of their own to fail. They are. But you know what? I mean, that almost works best. You have to fail a little bit to do good in the show. So you just can't have smooth sailing at all. I guess that's fair. The people who do, like, who kind of just squeak by are more forgettable. Yeah, everybody wants to see someone with their heart broken, you know? God, I love that. Yeah. Isn't that just beautiful that it's we all like, watch this show to watch people just cry on national television? We want to see people hurt because we're all hurt somewhere <laughs> deep down. We want to we wanna share that pain with them. Um, speaking of, speaking of airtime, I can rightfully say that also... Kenny's private parts have gotten more airtime than me as well. I mean, damn. He, he, so Kenny was all over. I also love that like they're all fighting over this 40-year-old man on the beach. He looks um, good. He looks good. He, He's got a good personality too. Yeah. I mean, I'm not shaming him. He's looking great. I mean, they must I love his goods 40... too. He must have a like he must have a, a good little package going on because women are just jumping all at him. I mean, we had the whole Mari Demi drama. That was pretty good. Um, that was really good. I think that my favorite thing about the whole cake situation was at the end of the episode when Riley and Noah <laughs> and everyone's sitting around the fire and they're like, come on, man, I wanted a slice of Damn. that cake. Damn, I want some of that cake. Someone get Riley a cake, man. He really wanted that cake. Oh, it has to come back up. Poor guy. I have faith in the producers that these people will get cake. You get some cake. I gotta get some cake. I actually going back on the Kenny and Demi and what was the girl's name again? I'm sorry. Mari. Mari. I think, I think Kenny's correct. Like, if I feel like Mari was expressing that she, she would be open to new opportunities if it came. Mm-hmm. So you saying that, you just can't expect Kenny to just be like, oh, well, okay, you know. So I she kind of played that on herself. Um I mean, Dang. I think. Demi said it best. She wanted to have her cake and eat it too. She wanted to talk to any new guy that came in and she wanted Kenny. And then when Kenny talked to Demi, yeah. things weren't okay. 
yeah. double standard. I think we live in this world where we're just trying to wait. I think what we're seeing on the show is a prime example of what ha- is happening in reality, in real life. People are holding out to see if something's better. Always they're trying to hold out and see if something's better when a lot of times the grass isn't necessarily greener on the other side. Mm-hmm. You could be making a true connection with someone right now. I mean, if you vibe with them, you vibe with them. So don't try to wait and see what's better, you know? Just go with it. If you don't vibe with them, then that's when you know, like, this isn't for me, but, you know, I'll go explore something else, you know? I mean, it kind of comes back to, like, the F-Boy Island conversation we had a little bit back about just how you don't really, like, know what you're chasing necessarily. Yeah. Um, and, like, you can chase, like, the the rush of an F-Boy for as long as you want, but, like, how long do you want to play the game as opposed to like finding someone and finding the simple things like standing in the mirror and brushing your teeth together before you go to bed? Like yeah. there is joy in that too. For sure. It's like the little character. Like if you're attracted to someone, good. I feel like you always should be attracted to someone. But they have the characteristics of honesty, loyalty. Um, they have a good heart. They're caring. They're, there's nothing else that you need to really um, examine for. I mean- that you need mm-hmm. to explore for. You just um, should just focus, lock in, and build this relationship. So it's her fault. She's getting to see all this, and it is 100% her fault. I don't feel sorry for her. Um, good for Kenny. I like Kenny. Kenny's from Chicago, too. So I like Kenny. And like now he's in, I don't know if you want to call it a love square or like a love pyramid, <laughs> like a three-dimensional triangle. Yeah. Because um, he's got three women coming for him now that Tia's in. And... Okay, spoiler alert for anyone listening. Just fast forward ahead 30 seconds if you don't want to hear this. But again, on Instagram, they did a really bad job when they showed the intro, uh, like the overview of the season. There is a picture of someone getting down on a knee and they show Kenny's chest tattoo. Mm -hmm. So we know Kenny proposes to someone. We just don't know who. But who's it going to be? Who do you think it's going to be? I don't think it's gonna be Demi. I don't know if Demi's the type that I don't think Demi's probably ready for um, a serious relationship at the moment. I don't know. I think maybe she is, but from what I'm seeing, maybe the edits are showing that she's just Demi is here for it, like a good time. She's a good time. If you're gonna hang out with her, you're always gonna have a good time. She's got good energy, fun energy, wild energy, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't. I don't necessarily seeing Kenny, 40 years old. I'm, I'm assuming Kenny's ready to settle down. You know, being 40. Um, so I don't really see that, uh, I didn't see, I don't see that relationship, but we'll see with the others. I mean, if there's one thing about Demi, Demi knows exactly what her role is. She showed up to stir the pot and she's oh doing a damn God. good job she's of it. She's been stirring the pot. Understood the assignment. Other drama that happened, Tammy was, uh, being fought over a little bit and caused a little bit of a rife between two men who've already been bickering quite a bit. I know. And I'll say this. Like, I, I'm i not the biggest fan of Aaron. I feel like he mm-hmm. bickers and fights over any petty thing. Mm-hmm. But I think he's right. Like, Tammy, Tammy knew this was his enemy. Um, just to go over, after telling him that feel confident, that everything's good, like, I feel comfortable about us. Then you go to his enemy, I would be furious as well. So I actually, he he's valid for in my I I see I give him, yeah. 
Did he or did he not make out with Serena, though? Oh, he did. Yeah, I forgot about that. Shit. So, like, he was like, I don't know. I'm in for you, but I also am open to explore other things. He's just butthurt because she went after someone that he has a personal vendetta against. Well, I think that's kind of bogus, though, is it not? Okay, just because he has a vendetta against someone else doesn't mean that she's not allowed to, like, feel them out. Your own drama is your own drama. She has absolutely no reason or tie to... Aaron that should stop her from talking to Thomas and figuring it out. She doesn't, but I think it's all about their communication. If she communicated that, hey, I'm really vibing with you and this is what I want. I feel good about this. I don't think you communicate that then go to his enemy. Um, but, she she okay. rightfully so can go and kiss and be with whoever. You know, this is that time period. But I would have been hurt too if I'm like, we're feeling good and I've already communicated like, I don't like this guy. And you know I don't like him, and then mm-hmm. you go and do I I'd be <sighs> open and honest conversations don't make for good television. They do. I, yeah, they don't. I don't think people are. I don't honestly. I don't even think people are really communicating on this show right now. No, I, that's the whole. That's what makes it fun, right? Like that's yeah. why we watch it. We watch it because people are not communicating their needs, wants, and feelings to one another, and we're seeing that fall apart with like Noah and Abigail, which is a little devastating. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I feel bad. I don't know what's going on with them. They haven't gotten a lot of screen time. And the only screen time they've gotten recently was like a really awkward conversation about like maybe a breakup. Not super yeah. sure. Yeah, their relationship as what she was saying. I mean, haven't been seeing any. But yeah, it, it seems like there's not a fire there. There seems like there's not that like hard attraction that they're just all obsessed with each other, if that makes sense. It seems like they are kind of just friends, just hanging out, comfortable. Yeah, I would agree. The other um, triangle that we haven't talked about yet is Deandra with Chasen and Carl. Carl. I will say that I was against Carl in Katie's season. Mm Mm-hmm. But I like Carl a lot. I fucking love Carl. He is He's funny. He is fucking hilarious. I want to see more Carl. I need Carl in my life. I hope that he gets his own like little, I hope ABC picks him up for something because obviously he got dumped from the island, not to love island yeah. uh, terminology over here, but. He's funny. He's funny. And he's I, authentically himself, I feel like. You can he's almost a character, tell people, you know? Yeah. He's a character. Very much so like Demi. He is authentically himself, even though people love or hate him. He's great. He was doing karate out by himself. He was doing karate. Freaking hilarious. We need yeah. more. We need more Carl. Well, Justice he gave her Carl. a bracelet, right? And she was like, oh, this is so sweet. Thank you. And then like a little bit later, Jason the, comes and like drapes this fake with diamond the, chain around with, her neck. With a fucking big ass DMX chain. Like, what the <laughs> hell is that shit? Like, <laughs> like, where did you get that? Where and why that chain? I don't know. That was that was actually really odd. Um, it was a really uncomfortable moment. I was like, I would like, I don't. Why I don't know if that really chain? matches the vibe. She's wearing like these beautiful, delicate little necklaces, yeah. and then he puts this massive chain on her neck. She's like, I love it. No, you don't. And I, I feel I feel bad for Carl because Carl was trying to be sweet. He gave her like a little chain mm-hmm. for her wrist, and he like was really feeling her, liking her. And this motherfucker brings in a huge ass. <laughs> <laughs> little Wayne <laughs> chain. Uh, I don't know. Oh, oh, man. And then they both get dumped. They both get dumped. I, I, she I goes kinda, for I, Ivan. 
I know. I think Ivan, I hope he does well on this show. You know, I think he deserves it. So I think that was the right call um, on her part. His name's also getting tossed around for uh, Bachelor. Hey, I wouldn't be, I, I would be happy to see that. I'd be very comfortable with that. Okay. I also really, uh, so Erin Hell, getting cozy with Erin on Instagram. She and I have a similar hatred. I don't really know why I hate oh. this. But I do not like Becca Kufrin. Ooh, really? I don't know why. I never have. The Like, I felt very bad for her when Ari completely screwed her over because that was probably the most brutal breakup on television of all time. Because he literally was like, marry me. And then he was like, just kidding. I actually like Lauren more. And now they have three kids together. Um, I don't like Becca. Huh. That's an odd thing. Oh, I don't mind Becca. I think she's pretty. She seems all right. I never, I don't think I've ever had a, I, I don't think I've ever talked to her before. I don't know. Um, but I think she looked good on there. I think she looked great. I kind of like her being on the show. Hmm. I hmm. guess I, hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I am, I would love to be proven wrong. I fully accept that my opinion could be incorrect. Um, I just find her both boring and annoying, which is an interesting combination. Boring and annoying. Well, we'll see if she's going to be boring and annoying. This see, season. Demi can be annoying, but at least, like, you don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah. With Becca, Maybe. it's like, oh, God. Okay, whatever. Well, who knows? She might make a change. Who knows? Maybe she will. I mean, she picked Aaron, though, so. Yeah. I feel like there was a lot of petty um, roses given out uh, this episode. It was a pretty savage uh, rose ceremony. Yeah. And then Connor B. left crying. Oh, Shocker. my God. That was so scripted. Well, I felt scripted. I don't know. Just uh, I want someone to choose me. Like, he's trying to be the bachelor, it feels like. I don't know. He's hard trying court. really, that's, really that hard. Was, that was like the, the exit where, you know, that's like the exit bachelor saying when you're going home crying in a van and you say some shit like that. I don't know. It was too much. Like you said, he's doing too much. And that's like trying a little too know. hard. I don't know. What do you think of uh, Tia being back on the beach? Her last relationship on the beach uh, was with Colton. <laughs> Uh, Demi was talking about her gaydar rate. That was kind of really funny. <laughs> she was like, the only thing more off than, or the only thing worse than Tia's gaydar is her shorts, oh, which is man. just a savage roast of Going the jorts. hard on her. Um, I don't really know Tia that well, but she seems like a nice little Tennessee gal. Um, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't know too much about her. I think she's fun. I, like, I remember enjoying her in the past mm -hmm. um, on the seasons I'd seen her on. So I'm excited to see what happens. I think that it was really... Uh, cool that she was down for how impulsive the date was and ended up taking topless. her top off. That was she bold. Topless. That's bold. Good for her. I appreciate that. Yeah, everyone loves, you know, someone to just take your top off. So why not? Yeah. <laughs> and mm. then we got a, a little bit more uh, Kenny. The boy's been naked the whole time and gets all the air time. I, I don't know. Hilarious. But I am team Kenny. But uh, yeah, he doesn't mind getting naked. But a guy that looks like that, I mean, who would? Who wouldn't? Yeah, I mean, I it. I also just don't think that naked volleyball is probably the most tactical way to play volleyball because if you're like diving and stuff, I don't. Ooh, I do yeah. like the protection of a swimsuit. 
Yeah, that makes Just for sense. like the sand burn aspect of Ooh, it alone. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that. It was funny on their date, they were talking about the other guy that got naked and he had like a tree <laughs> where his pubic area was. That was pretty hilarious. That was like, gold. I can't stop looking at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah they showed like the tree. top of the tree up by his belly button. I was like, that is an interesting tattoo. Yeah, it was interesting. Hmm. I wonder what's the meaning of that. Who knows? Yeah, I, I don't know. And then at the very end of the episode is the teaser that we've been waiting for for like three weeks um, that they keep trying to be like, oh, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. But it finally happens. Kendall walks onto the beach. Oh, yeah. Joe's face. Joe's face. Like you were saying too earlier, I think. Um, how nothing producer- could get in our way. Yeah, nothing could get in our way. Boom. Never underestimate the producer's for Bachelor in Paradise. For sure. Mistake one. You kind of, you know they stirred that up because as soon as she hits the beach, she goes looking for Joe right away. Like, clearly mm-hmm. they told her Joe's here. She didn't even say hi to anyone. She People tried to, to strike nobody. up a conversation. She was walking on a mission, so. My other thing is like, so they broke up for a very real world reason. Um, he wanted to move and she wanted to stay in LA. And sometimes in life that happens and it doesn't mean that it's fun. Like that's a pretty tragic breakup. Obviously they still had love for one another. They still cared about one another, but they wanted different things in life. Um, Why would you come back to the beach just to like rekindle on the beach, do another two year stint and then have the same problem? Like, unless you're willing to move, what's the point? Yeah, I remember like I'm from Chicago. Me and Joe have hung out quite a bit and we've talked about his relationship with Kendall and whatnot. And uh, yeah, and it was the fact, like, I think it was the fact that she was just, she was unwilling to, like, wasn't even open to the idea of moving to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, just closed off, didn't want to do it at all. And I think in any relationship, because, you know, things happen, you know, careers, you might have to move. It's mm-hmm. just being open to a move or something Having new. Having a conversation just the, about it and, and, uh, and considering how, it. Yeah, and how much do you really love the person you truly want to be with if you're not willing to move move somewhere with them, you know? Um, but that was It's his, also, in like this day and age, it's really easy to travel back and forth to see people. Yeah. Um, I can imagine that being a couple that has come out of paradise, you get a pretty good amount of Instagram deals. You get a little bit of money here and there. It's not going to break your budget, especially if you're flying like Sun Country or something. Not to put that blasphemy out there. Obviously, we are a united podcast over here. Uh, got a little, <laughs> little bit of a connection there. But you can fly Sun Country for like 40 bucks back and forth from Chicago to LA. Just plan it six weeks in advance. Who cares? Yeah, you'll be fine to travel back. I don't know. Always be open. If you're going to date someone, you better be open to move in anywhere. I mean, I like the fact that I don't know where I could live. I'm open to different areas, different countries, states, wherever. It's just having that open mindset. I mean, isn't that the whole, you want to fall so passionately in love that you're willing to follow that person around the world? There it goes. Isn't that what the whole shtick is about? Isn't that why we're in paradise? Hey, you said it. Falling madly in love? You said it. Yeah, I mean... I'd also go for the free resort and like bottomless mimosas. Yeah. Those, I got my name written all over it. Yeah. So I know you're like wifed up now and all that, <laughs> but are you miss, you feeling sad you're not at a resort on the beach? Not at all. On that resort? <laughs> no, not at all. For those that don't know, I, it, it, there was talk and planning for me to go to paradise, um, but I'm glad it didn't work out. And uh, yeah, it worked out in my favor. I don't want to be in that hot ass mess. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, 
also we didn't talk about it, but Trey and um Tajwan. Tajwan. Uh, that was such a weird, unfinished little confusing break. They made her look, they kind of made her look crazy through the whole thing. Do, can we like roll? There was like a clip in there that was maybe five seconds long, which was when Taj walked off to the beach by herself. There was other drama going on. She wasn't she was involved like screaming, in it. She, yeah. she walked off and she was like, Taj can't pee. Taj can't poop. And everyone was like, no one talked about it. Taj can't pee. Taj can't poop. I don't know. Are we you need you more okay, answers girl? to this. We need answers. And then you got Trey, and I've been talking shit about Trey for a while. You know, I'm sure he's a great guy, but. That sad boy just, I'm just going to leave, you know. I'm just I'm just going to leave, you know. I think it's best to, you know, I leave. And uh, I'm just over that. Unless you got your heart broken. I, don't, I have no sympathy for sad boy shit, my opinion. No sympathy for sad boy shit. Yeah, no sympathy. All right. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, uh, it's been quite a whirlwind. Uh, four hours of my life I'll never get back. Four hours of my life I've invested into ABC's Bachelor franchise. They own real estate in my brain. It's fine. They're in there. <laughs> and they- so is everyone else listening to this. You also have sold part of your brain. Congratulations. <laughs> we do have Michelle's season coming up very shortly. We, they had the promo intro coming in. Um, it looked pretty cool. She was looking was beautiful. Um, playing basketball. Having a, had a uh, apple in her hand. So uh, I'm super excited to see it. Hopefully... Uh, and it all works out for her. If I'm going to hate on one Minnesotan, Becca, I will go full in on the other Minnesotan we got going here. Michelle, I adore you. You're going to have an amazing season. I am rooting for you to find love. Yeah, I think that's a perfect way to, yeah, take us out. All right. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I, well, I think you're, you need to start guiding me and Pete in these uh, recaps. So I think this, is, this was good. This was good structure. So... Yeah, Perfect. thank you for being on, everyone, Emma. Um, yeah, guys, thank you for listening to us. This was our recap. Let us know what you thought. Let us know what you think. He's going. He's going. He, he could might go all the what? Touchdown! Seahawks! Bears. Seahawks win the Bears. Super Bowl, baby! Bears. What a great Chicago season! Chicago Bears! That's what? Justin what are you talking about? <laughs> Lost to the Seahawks possibly in the NFC Championship game, but uh, what's up, guys? It's uh, shady. probably the best that's time of the year. Sh- shady right there, man. Talk <laughs> about my Bears. We got, uh, we got NFL football back, and yeah. Dusty and I are huge fans. Um, I'm a Seahawks fan, for those of you that don't know. Dusty, rep in Chicago. Dolph Bears. Bears. Let's go Bears. Yeah, super excited, man. It's like, you know, I feel like this that dime, downtime in the summer where, you know, a lot of sports, are, it's just baseball right now, correct? I think that's it. So it's really exciting that, yeah. you know, football's starting up. It's almost, I mean, it's probably the American sport, would you say? 
that are baseball. Hundred percent. Uh, I mean, I I think football is, but I'm just so excited for the season now. We're having fans come back into the stadium. I think every stadium, every team now is allowing fans. Obviously, last year with the pandemic, that was tough to tough to see. So weird seeing the stands right with uh, you know no one in them. But I think I mean just like any sport, football though, especially with you know in America, just brings people together in a, in a special way. Um, just so much joy comes from the game, and uh, I'm excited. I'm excited to be in New York City and and experience a, a football a football season with the you know the whole just going out to a bar sports bar scene and uh and wearing the jerseys we'll be flying the, the 12th man flag off our balcony i hope you're okay with that dusty i got to put a bears one out there as well um, i'm excited too because i mean well we have two nfl teams here in new york like i'm not fans of the giants or jets but you know if one of our teams are going to play we we definitely got to go one hundred percent. I think that actually the uh, the Bears play in Seattle this year, so we should try to make a trip out to Seattle. Oh, you told me that. That'd be that'd be a lot of fun. I don't know. This is just a little fun, fun fact for for you guys that don't know. So I have I have one tattoo. Um, I used to actually have two tattoos. Now it's one because I got one removed. That's a story for another time. But uh, I got my brother and I. We got the twelfth man tattoo or the twelve for the 12th man tattooed on our finger after we won our first Super Bowl in 2013. So uh, do you have any ink that you can uh, rep for your team, Dusty? Or am I just... No, the, not for the bear. No, I don't. Um, no? <laughs> we haven't won a Super right, Bowl in a long time. I, I, I wasn't born um, the last time the Bears won the Super Bowl. But uh, yeah, I don't know. we'll All see. Right. They get one this year, maybe. Predictions. Predictions for the season. Um, we're going to revisit this. Obviously, we'll talk, you know, we love football, so we'll be talking a lot on football throughout the season, but we'll revisit these predictions at the end of the season. Um, yes, you can you can pick your team. It's hard not to pick your team, but what's your predictions for the Super Bowl, the two teams playing, and the winner of that big game? Tampa and the Chicago Bears. That's that's not it's not possible. They're both in the NFC. Well, Dustin. <laughs> oh boy. I don't know if you guys want to listen to this well, prediction. <laughs> well, oh hey, that's boy. a toughie. I honestly, I honestly do think the Buckeyes are going to go back to the. <laughs> the what? <laughs> are you just messing with me? What did I say, Buckeyes? The what? <laughs> Buccaneers. Whoops. Oh boy. The Buccaneers. Guys, so there's one football fan in this apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm sorry. I'm tired. The buck. I think the bucket. I mean, Tom Brady is almost <laughs> deniable. Just the you odds of Pey him. You think not- Peyton Manning's going to lead the buck the Buckeyes back to the, uh, the, to the ship? Shut the fuck up. But honestly, the odds of him not going back to the Super Bowl are very slim. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. So, so you, you're, you're, wait. So clarify. What are, what's your prediction here? I would love for the Bears to go, but I don't think it's going to happen. We have a new quarterback. I think he's going to do great things for us, Justin Fields. But um. I think he's going to need some time, some more experience. And I think the whole team's going to have to grow together. I think our defense, deniably, probably one of the best in the in the league, honestly. But I'm going to say probably uh, Tom Brady's going to go back to the... Yeah, Tampa's going to go back. And who are they playing now? Not the Seahawks. Just give me one AFC team, bro. You can Fuck do the it. Seahawks. Was, maybe, the, maybe, the, maybe the Rams. Rams That's are really, another NFC team. <laughs> is it really? Oh, my oh, God. Oh, shit. Whoops. Never mind. All right. He's, he's, he's saying the Chiefs because I, I think it's going to be the Chiefs. Uh, so I'm, I'm legit. I know you're going to, it's just because I'm a fan, but I really do. I think Russ, I, I'm calling Seahawks and Chiefs, Seahawks taking it. And 
I really think that Russ is he's 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 got like maybe a couple more years of his prime and he knows it. The team knows it. We got a new offensive coordinator we stole from the Rams. We got, you know, probably one of the biggest star-studded wide receiving cores in the NFL led by DK Metcalf there. So, I think I think Russ and I think Russ gets an MVP vote as well as first MVP MVP vote cuz he hasn't received one yet. You said just a couple there. more years in his prime, but honestly, I wouldn't doubt it if he had longevity, just like Tom Brady, honestly, because he takes really care of his body. True, but he's got to start catching up to Tom Brady with the Super Bowl. So I think there's a sense of urgency that uh, he's going to be feeling. So I'm calling Seahawks, Chiefs, Seahawks take it. Uh, I'm going to predict the score, 31-24, Seahawks. That's That's a strong prediction. Guys, Wait, let's do a bet. Let's do a bet. All right, let's do a bet. Whosoever team, whosoever team does worse has should we do like a little football tattoo bet with no, this? No, let's wait. Let's let let's let our third roommates sure? decide. Let's let our third roommates decide. Oh, okay. All right. Uh let us know, guys, what the uh, the losing team has to do. I'm down for some from some tattoo uh tattoo football bets. All right, guys. Football's back. We're excited. Let us know your predictions as well. Go Hawks. Go Bears. All right, guys. Welcome to our favorite part of the show, The Third Roommate. Today, we have a question from Sammy P. And Sammy P, hopefully... um, Hopefully we can, and we're going to try, give you some perspective here. Because if you're feeling this, you're probably not alone. So... Sammy P's question. Question. Do men have an unspoken strategy for approaching women during the pandemic? I used to get hit on all the time, and now men never make a move. Ooh. Well, shoot. I'm sorry to hear that, shoot. Sammy P. Um, I was going to say, you know, it's 2021. It's okay for women to make moves, you know? The men don't always have to make the moves anymore. Um, I will say this. I was never the type to make moves, honestly. I feel like a lot of men have been shamed, in a sense, to go up and talk to girls. It kind of, in a sense, I feel like, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, there was some kind of miscommunication that was lost when uh, there are sleazy guys that go up and talk to women and may say stuff. And But it's become a thing where just your typical guy that's coming up, having a conversation saying hi or giving you a compliment seems to be in terms thirsty or like, I, I don't know. So in that sense, it's really kind of pushed me back, back when I was, you know, previous. I, I would just never go up and talk to girls. I you know just- what? I, w- I wonder if it's, um, cause I agree. And I wonder if, if it's like the apps that have maybe messed up the whole dynamic a little bit. Where at, you know, and specifically in the pandemic, I think everyone's kind of been dealing with just getting back to, uh, you know, social life, being social, going out, seeing people, being around people. We've been so, we've been recluses now, right? For, or we were, you know, for a good part of that pandemic. And I think we just have to be patient with everyone, just allowing them, you know, to get comfortable again and um, being able to converse and uh, get back to how life was before. before. But aside from just the pandemic, I wonder if like apps, they kind of, you know, with the whole DM culture now sliding into the DM and the, um, these dating apps, people are kind of losing that skill 
of, I don't know if you want to call it a skill, but just the confidence or whatever it is to go up in person and, you know, go hit on someone and, you know, show them interest and, um, you know, see, see where that goes. So, um, I don't think you're alone, you know, with that Sammy P. Um, but yeah, I think that's my take. Yeah. And I would say Sammy P just, I mean, just go strike a conversation, you know, if you're looking yeah. to just have conversations and talk to guys, just Go ahead. 100%. I do think, yeah, 2021 now we've, it's not just, you know, the, the standard, the man has to go approach the woman and, um, and show the interest. I think it's definitely accepted both ways and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Sammy P. All our other third roommates out there, please continue submitting your questions. Uh, we love hearing from you and we love giving you our two cents. So hope that helps Sammy P. Peter, one of my, I, I'll say this, I really do like a good thunderstorm. Like I, like of course, a thunderstorm, I just love watching them. Um, I don't necessarily want to be caught. Well, it depends on the quality of a thunderstorm, but I think thunderstorms are just fascinating. You know the best place to watch a thunderstorm? Where's that? 35,000 feet, about 40 miles away. Unreal. Yeah. Uh, at nighttime, that's probably one of the most beautiful flights you can do. Um, when you're a good distance, obviously away, so you're not feeling the, uh, the turbulence from it, but nighttime seeing lightning strike, um, you just see these huge cumulonimbus clouds be lit up at night from, from a strike. It's, it's pretty, pretty amazing. Mother nature is I've never seen that before, but twice, I I mean, one time I went up on the the edge here in New York and from a distance, you could see this lightning storm coming in. It's just looked amazing. I also saw it on the Sears tower one time. So I bet I bet you're yeah. You should try to take a photo next time you see that. Yeah, it's uh, it's quite the phenomenon. But man, Mother Nature, you don't Mother mess Na- with it. Mother's Nature. We were recently so yeah. For those that were in New York and the East Coast, we were recently in a a little hurricane. Um, luckily, hurricane there were no, Henry. I don't think there were really any serious damages in this area. Thankfully, um, they are so fascinating, but they're so scary, and people just have to really be aware and just. Know when you, I mean, to take it seriously whenever there is like a strong um, storm coming your way, you know? That was, yeah, we were, I mean, we were up in uh, in Montauk when Hurricane Henry was approached. I'm not sure if it was a hurricane or if it was a tropical storm, if it ended up getting downgraded. But um, nonetheless, though, it was, it was a storm that was coming in. And man, it was just insane, incredible to see how quickly, um, you know, the climate just changes and the, and the sea started to get super rough and choppy and the tide was coming up. And the tide was coming up so high. It was yeah, wild. That, that, yeah. Was, that was our first, uh, first experience. I mean, I, I did live down in Florida. I mean, you know, obviously you, you have hurricane season down there, but I don't, I was a lot younger than I don't think I actually, luckily we didn't have any serious hurricane that came through the years I was living there. But yeah, this was, Henry was the first one for us up in New York. And, uh, you know, luckily it wasn't, I don't think it was too bad. Yeah. I don't think nothing bad happened, but yeah, you're right. Like that's not the case everywhere. Right now, New Orleans is getting, getting hit pretty hard again, you know? Hurricane um, Ida. Yeah. It's always sad. Like you just... I, 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 I mean, you guys, you know, I, I'm always giving to charities, trying to show light and whatnot. And we will have in our um, Instagram page a link where you can go and donate, which you should if you can, because people are suffering right now. And it's, it's bad. It's crazy. Six, 16 years after Katrina, 
Uh, that's another category for hurricane slams, uh, you know, into Louisiana, unfortunately. Again, the entire Gulf region. And this is uh, at the beginning of this week. Uh, I guess half the state of Louisiana is without power right now. So obviously thoughts and prayers going out to everyone down there in that part of the country. Um, but like Dustin was saying, um, we are going to have a link to uh, donate for the Salvation Army Disaster Relief Fund. Uh, it'll be in our show notes, or you can go to give.helpsalvationarmy.org. Another option is through the Red Cross. You can text the word IDA, I-D-A, to 90999 to make a $10 donation. And obviously, uh, that all would be greatly, greatly appreciated to help everyone out down there. But man, Hurricane Ida, 16 years after Katrina, pretty crazy. Support if you can. Um, if the best you can do is just send positive energy and love, that's good too. Absolutely. Well, guys, thank you so much for... Um, joining us again on another great episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We enjoyed it. And uh, we will see you all next week. Have a good weekend. Bachelors in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber. And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music and powered by Acast. Our producer is Red Yoakum and our associate producer is Emma Martins. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Send your voice memos to btc at redrockmusic.com. That's btc at redrockmusic.com for your chance to be featured on the show. And of course, follow us on Instagram at Bachelors in the City Podcasts. See you next week. Thanks for listening and sign up for our membership program to become a honorary third roommate. Join now for $3 per month and enjoy the episodes ad-free. Click the link in the episode description so you can move in.